Go set. I will be in a second. Good to go. Good to go. Yep. Good evening. Call this meeting order of the Canton Select Board for January 10th, 2023 at 5.31 p.m. Good evening and welcome. Um, uh, Mr. Chris Conley, unfortunately, is not here because he's not feeling well. And uh, Ms. Lopez is on assignment. She's uh, with her grandchildren where she should be. So that's good news. And I talked to her yesterday and uh, we went over the agenda and she's, uh, everything's good. And she lost her voice and I said, I wish you were here. And then you, you wouldn't hear and you couldn't talk, but that's another story. <laughs> I'd say that if she was here. <laughs> One can only wish. <laughs> good evening. First order of business, Mr. Theodore. It is the public hearing regarding- well, Just for the record, this, re this, this meeting is being recorded and will be telecast uh, over cable eight over the next couple of weeks. Again, I'm sorry, Mr. Theodore, go ahead, sir. Uh, first thing on the agenda is the uh, public hearing regarding the application for transfer of uh, Section 12 liquor license from Deposit Street, uh, Deposit Cafe to WKB Inc. doing business as Elsie Table, located at 497 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. Read into the, um, the record, the notice that was, what was that? Uh, when was the record? I think was it was the, the notice. Well, whatever. Was advertised again, citizen. Yeah. Um, notices hereby given under Chapter 138, Mass General Laws, as amended, that the Canton Select Board, acting as a licensing board for the town of Canton, will hold a public hearing regarding the application for the transfer of a Section 12 liquor license from Deposit Cafe Inc. to WK, WKB Inc., doing business as Elsie's Table, located at 497 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. Public hearing will be held on Tuesday, January 10th, on or after 5.30 in the solid meeting room, uh, 801 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. I move that we open the hearing. Motion to be made and second. Any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing that, all those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3-0. Welcome, and just for the record, your name and uh, both of you, if you want, let me know, but just uh, go ahead, sir. And sure. Uh, good evening, board. My name is Matthew Ford. I'm the attorney for WKB, Inc. Uh, along with me is Renee Roberts, Smith Roberts, uh, the president of WKB Inc., one of the principals and the proposed license manager. Great. Um, any questions from the board? If you want to tell I, I've, us, I've, no, I've heard I've heard number of rumors, different rumors, what we're doing up there. It's the old big D's. So yeah, just let everybody know. Yeah. What are your plans? Just to let's so end all rumors now. Yeah, so yeah, before the board, I mean I will just hit the, the basic topics that I can let Ms. Roberts weigh in on on the uh, on the details of that for ourselves. But this is the transfer of the section twelve restaurant license uh, at the Potsdam Cafe. Um, the new business DBA is going to be Elsie's Table. That being said, it's still going to be a full-service restaurant, uh, family restaurant. They will be going in doing some interior upgrades, but there's not going to be any major changes to the structure of the building whatsoever. Um, you know, while the concept itself will change, it'll still be the same. You know, welcoming, uh, community-oriented restaurant itself. Uh, Miss Roberts will be the proposed manager. She'll be there anywhere between 40 and 50 hours a week. She's received her alcohol tips training, her serve safe training, her allergen training. Uh, certainly any uh, employees there, uh, chefs, anybody serving alcohol will be required to be certified as well. Uh, the hours of the operation are gonna be Wednesday through Sunday, uh, three to 10 Wednesday through Friday, and then 10 to 10 on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, before the board, in addition to the transfer of the all alcohol license, uh, is an entertainment license. Um, that would be just for acoustic music on Saturdays and Sundays uh, that they're hoping to accompany um, those days. And then there's a, obviously a common VIC license before the board as well. Um, 
So I, I know Ms. Roberts can shed a little bit more light on it. They've been in conversations with the chef that they seem to have in line, which uh, they're very excited about. Uh, and certainly once they go through the licensing process, uh, they would you know, continue with the uh, you know, further employment of, of the rest of the staff. Um, but with that, I can answer any questions regarding the application. And Ms. Roberts can divulge the, the other details. If she, if, chooses. if she chooses. I have no questions about the license. Is there a timetable? I mean, once we get through ABCC, really, um, they, they've been rather slow lately, I'd say. Um, so, you know, my best guess would probably be, you know, another two months, you know, for their approval somewhere around there. So we'll close down until then? Once we get through that. No, so the, so the seller will continue to operate, you know, okay. through, through that process. And then, you know, once we get through ABCC approval, they'll take probably okay. a little bit thereafter. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Lochran? No, no questions. Uh, Mr. Judy? No questions. Well, uh, unfortunately, I can't vote for this because uh, where else are we going to get the um, the best bar pizza in Canton? And second of all, they're famous for Fridays, Friday, seafood Fridays, and with Lent coming up, where are we going to get the seafood? Of course, I'm kidding. Um, I wish you well. Um, the Titus family, it was big, big D's, now it's in the Ponce Cafe. The Titus family has been a fixture in this town for um, almost 100 years. And they're good, solid Canton people like yourself. And, um, you know, it, it's bittersweet. We lost uh, the Turnpike Cafe up on 138. Uh, they decided to, to move on, and, um, and it was the Jephthah's family, and then uh, the Brod uh, Michael and uh, Patrick Brodigan, um, and the 99 and Bertucci's. But we have people looking. People have asked me every day, what's going on with the restaurant? So um, we have people that are inquiring almost every day about uh, liquor license and things of that nature. So, um, of course, I, I will support this, and I wish you well, and uh, we're here to help you. And um, you know, and the, and the chief of police and uh, Sergeant Good are here, so um, we don't want to see, you don't want to see them in your establishment. Uh, uh, off duty, yes, but not on duty. So, but um, I wish you well. And you want to say anything, uh, Renee, Miss Roberts? Excuse me. I, I what's the menu going to be like? That's that's the question everybody's talking about. Gonna gonna, someone said it's going to be a high-end steakhouse. Someone said it's going to be just a wine bar. So, what, what are your plans? Yeah, that was one of the rumors, though, right? Yeah. That's been a big rumor. Um, no, I How about a cigar bar? <laughs> no. I mean, just look at the door outside. I mean, the, the goal and the intent is to just have sort of a, not super high-end, but upscale kind of restaurant where you can get some steaks, some seafood, some pasta dishes. Um, I do want to kind of focus on the community and have community involvement in terms of, you know, um, people in town that have family recipes that want to submit and we can kind of feature a family every week or month or oh, whatever nice. that is. So I'm a Canton girl. I grew up in the town and I just want to have a good restaurant in town that everybody can go to and enjoy and that's, that's the goal. Good for you. And, uh, you're not giving up your day job, are you? No. Good. <laughs> well, it depends, I guess. I'll yeah. <laughs> good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Any other questions, comments, concerns? Anyone in the audience have any questions, comments? Hearing now, look for a motion, Mr. I Theodore. I move that the board close the public hearing. Second. Motion has been made to close the public hearing. Any comments, questions, concerns, anything done? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, that's 3-0. Mr. Theodore. I move that the board approve the application for the transfer of the Section 12 liquor license from the Ponce Cafe, Inc. to WKB, Inc. Doing business is Elsie's Table, 497 Washington Street, Kent, Mass. Um, and a vote to approve the convictualist license, entertainment license, and Sunday entertainment license. Motion made. Say, I have to ask you one more question. <clears throat> you don't have to answer it. Why Elsie's table? Is that a special? Because we've had 
years ago we had um, uh, uh, the old uh, Herbie's Deli, if you remember, it was as uh, Kathy Rose, and that was after his grandmother. Yeah. And there's certain people named after certain things, so. Same, it's after my grandmother. Oh, good for you. That's, congratulations, that's good for you. That's great. So, I'm sorry, I won't ask you any more questions. <laughs> you guys vote on that? Uh, you vote? need to vote. Not yet. We we're just about that close to voting. <laughs> Hearing no other questions, concerns, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3 0. Good luck, Good luck with Thank it. You. Thanks. Good night. Thank, Thank you. you. Best of luck. Good luck. Thank you. Mr. Theodore. Uh, next on the agenda is a public hearing regarding the modification, suspension, revocation, cancellation, or any other disciplinary action on liquor license granted under Mass General Laws 138, Section 12, held by Golden Ocean Development Inc. This is Gold, uh, Panda Gold, located at 599 Washington Street, Canton, Mass. Um, read into the for the for the um, men, uh, want, are they here? Are they coming or not? They, they will be here. They were supposed to be a few minutes ago. They do you want to wait? Yeah, they've asked for a few minutes. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to just go on to another one? And come yeah, back why don't we it? come back? We'll just go that, come back to it. Sure. That's all right with you, Chief. That's right. That's all right, Attorney, sir. So we'll go on to next. Um, we we'll go on to the uh, put, uh, well, outdoor skating rink at Trillium. Yeah, at Trillium. Yeah. So the discussion, the proposed. Uh, went to game, folks. <laughs> but we'll swear you're here till 10 o'clock if you want. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just for the record, your names and um, if you would, thank you. Uh, good evening, Mr. Chairman. Brian Grossman, attorney with Badich and Dewey. I uh, represent Everything's Fine LLC, which is also known as Trillium. With me is Kevin O'Brien, director of finance for Trillium. Um, as you noted, so the, uh, Trillium and I've said this to the planning board, I said this to the Board of Appeals, one of the interesting things about working with them is the ideas they come up with um, and the, way, the ways they come up with to activate the space. Um, as you know, the Forever Home Project is up and running and doing well, um, but they're always looking for, for ways to create new interest um, you know, at the property. One of the ideas that came up was the idea of a synthetic outdoor skating rink um, to make more active use of the expanded outdoor hardscape during, you know, during the winter months when really it's not Absent the the off nice day, uh, not really a, a space that can can be particularly fruitful during the winter. Um, and so that's the proposal. It is a, an outdoor synthetic skating rink, so no additional infrastructure, um, you know, no no cooling, no refrigerant. Um, it goes right on the existing hardscape, so no changes to the landscaping, no changes to any of the stormwater management. Um, and it's not even from a construction standpoint. It's not even really construction. Um, if you go on the Gleiss website, you can see what they do, and it's really, um, it's these large panels that fit together like a little puzzle, um, and then they have brackets that go underneath that are held in place by the weight of the, uh, you know, by the weight, uh, by the weight of the panels, and that support the boards, um, and then those form the, form the rink, and you use regular ice skates, uh, some people say it feels almost just like ice. Other people uh, say it feels a little bit different. Um, but regardless, it's still something that uh, will be fun, uh, activate the outdoor space. Uh, there won't be any sort of you know, sports or anything being done on it. I mean, you, if you go on the website, you see people playing hockey on, on certain rinks. I think they're, they're constructed differently and have different brackets to support, obviously, the, the, the hits. This is really just a skating loop for folks to bring their own skates or rent skates and you know, do a few laps around. That was a question. Uh, you got to rent skates? Uh, yes, there will be a small well, rent, there's be a small rental area, um, and obviously small people you know, ask me, yeah. small area for that for people to, to change in into their skates and out of their skates. Um, Would you have double runners for some members? 
Well, Kevin's promised me triple runners and, and, <laughs> and one of those those walker things yeah, to the make milk sure crates. that I'm aware of. And a helmet. Uh, can I ask you a question before you go? Uh, you were saying it's the surface you skate, it's not like a frozen surface? No, it's a synthetic surface. It's um, having young kids, it's almost the equivalent of like interlocking, like the little play structures you would see for like my young kids are uh, foam, except it's a synthetic for the ice and you can kind of skate on the, it's uh, gel-like, I would almost say, and kind of just float on top of that. But you can use skates. I've been on one once. I don't really know how to describe it. it it's, it's, um, it, it doesn't necessarily feel exactly like ice, but it's got a lubricant in it that's in the panel. So as you skate over it, it helps with the glide. Yeah. Um, and you can, can you use this all year round? You could, yeah. You could, yeah. You don't, it's not temperature controlled. For us, we would just... So is that what you're planning on doing, using it all year round? Or? No, for us, we're um, kind of targeting the late... When it gets too cold for casual sitting on the patio, it's kind of an activity space of that. So probably late fall into early winter, uh, sorry, early spring, depending on the weather. And then would you break it down when yep. you're not using it? Yep. It's all stackable and storable, which is why we were so excited about it. That yeah. we put it out as, an, as a option and kind of roll it back out. Yeah, it, it'll be located on, on during the summer and, and the better outdoor months is what is this seating area. So. And the, the time table as soon as possible? Well, <laughs> given the deposit, it's uh, timing-wise with weather um, to the board this year is going to be a tough challenge for us. Most likely it's going to be, we're looking towards the end of 2023 fall will be the first activation space. Also not this winter. We're trying. Okay. Um, with the lead time and so forth, I would honestly say at this point, uh, if I was a betting man, I would say that it's not necessarily looking likely, although we're, we've tried our hard just with licensing and everything else to get through it. So um, we're optimistic, but I would probably say my best guess is we'd see it fall 23. Any other questions or comments from the board? What is the next move from here? What is, it, what is your next move from here then? Just the, do they have to go through zoning? Or? But have you been through zoning and planning? Board of Appeals like already it? approved it. Um, they have a draft decision that we expect them to sign on Thursday. Okay. Any questions? Nope. So pending. Uh, the chief of chief sure. chief Rafferty. Just just your name for the record, please. <laughs> Is this um, going to be just for people that are patrons of your facility, or can anybody just be? It would be up? open, just like someone could come to the. Um, I guess someone can come to our space without actually purchasing anything, so it's just a different component. Okay, of it. so what is the, the plan for, um, and I only am asking this because I work over at Foxborough, and winter lights over there, and people, the kids just get dropped off, teenagers, and there is nobody with them. What is your plan for making sure you're a brewery, first and foremost? People just getting dropped off? Do you have yeah, security so have coming in? What are we... Like, if anybody can just get dropped off. It's a whole operational gonna, plan. So there's a security plan, an operational plan. Um, the GM actually is scheduled to kind of work through some of that and kind of talk through it. Yeah. I'd like to be involved in that if that's yes, possible. I, yes. I, just, I, be I believe there's a request yep. uh, pending yep. for a We're supposed well. to meet, but that's mainly where I'm going down. Absolutely. If you want to yep. pass that on, because I don't want to become the babysitters of everybody no, down at like the brewery yeah, with all these underage children down there. The hours of operation? Being consistent with our operating hours. What, 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 are, what are what now? Our license, uh, 11 to 11, seven days a week. Uh, the actual operating of the rink is still in process. Um, lighting. No additional lighting. So there's existing, there's lighting out there that was approved as part of the patio expansion, and that's the lighting that will be out there. Great. 
Um, do you need, you need a you need our approval? Or are you just looking for our approval? Um, we didn't need formal approval, uh, but just as we were going through the process and we reached out to uh, to Jen Chameleon, um, she asked us to come present for discussion. Um, so that's fine. I mean, you know what's going on. Happy on so people can, word, so. Yeah, sure. if you're looking for us to to give it a stamp, I mean, I'm happy to to say we do and uh, support yeah, you because you're our local business. We want to support our local businesses. So, great. thank you. Uh, never say no to a motion of support. If we approve it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is there? Uh, I do we, we don't need a motion, Charlie. You don't need to approve it. You could you could endorse it if you want. Yes. I make a motion that we endorse the project of the as described by the folks. Yes. For the so second motion been made. All those in favor of the conception of, uh, the, of what they've explained, say aye. 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 Oppose, it's 3-0. Thank you. Thank Thanks you very much. Thanks, Thanks for your time and good luck. Exactly. Yep. Um, go, moving back on the agenda, um, a public hearing regarding the modification, suspension, revocation, cancellation, or other disciplinary action on a liquor license granted under National Laws 138, Section 12, held by Golden. Uh, Ocean Development doing business as Panda Gold 599 Washington Canton, Mass. I move. Oh, let me read into the um, minutes. Of the, in the, the um, minutes is notices hereby given that the Canton Select Board, acti acting as a licensing board for the Town of Canton, will hold a public hearing regarding the modification, suspension, revocation, cancellation, or any other disciplinary action on liquor license again granted under Mass General Laws. 138, Section 12, held by Golden um, Ocean, Deve Ocean Development, doing business as Panda Gold, 599 Washington Street, Kent, Mass. Kent Select will hold a public hearing in the solid meeting room, second floor, 801 Washington Street, on, on Tuesday, January 10th, on or after 5.30 p.m. I move that we open the public hearing. Second. Motion been made and seconded. Any discussion, concerns, or questions to open the hearing? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, 3-0. Uh, Attorney Hexham, welcome from town council's office um, the first thing I'd like to do is to introduce the notice of this hearing into the record of the hearing I'd also like to incorporate by reference all of the testimony and exhibits that we heard back on December 6th regarding this same licensee and I understand Sergeant Good is here. Yes. If you could um, go to the microphone. Sergeant Sean Good, Camp Police Department. Thank you, Sean. Sergeant, excuse me. Sergeant, uh, could you tell us how long you've been with the Camp Police Department? Uh, I'm on my 17th year. Directing your attention to December 20th of 2022, could you tell us what happened at that time? Uh, I was the shift supervisor of the midnight shift. Um, roughly, I would have to look at the report, but uh, I was there about 12.15. I was uh, dispatched to the Pentagold for a fight in progress. Do you recognize that document? Yes. What do you recognize it to be? That is uh, my report. Okay. Uh, on page, it's, it's the third page, even though it says one. Um, could you read that for us, please? 
I, I don't feel comfortable reading it. I gotta, some of the people have to stay out of it because this is a criminal court case. Okay, could you, could you describe in detail what happened? Sure, sure. So we got called for a fight in progress. Um, as, as while we were en route, uh, our dispatch was given a description of a suspect. Um, it was a black male wearing jean jacket with a Rugrats cartoon, pretty descriptive. Not many people wear that jacket. As we got to the parking lot, one of my patrolmen had seen, uh, saw that party matching that description. He had stopped him outside the Walgreens parking lot. Um, I advised him that I would be heading to the Pentagon to see if we had any victims of an assault. Uh, so we walked up. I met the first victim of an assault, uh, stated he was inside the place um, purchasing takeout order. Um, he described the same, same events, um, that he was assaulted by a subject that tried to enter the Pentagon, um, where he tried to defend himself and stop him where one of their employees I uh, was able to stop the gentleman uh, in the doorway and push him back outside. Uh, during that time, a customer that was getting the takeout was uh, assaulted. Also, another customer that was in there getting takeout was uh, assaulted. Um, at this time, I asked the owner if this party was ever inside the, the establishment. She said, absolutely not. I asked her again if this party was ever in the establishment. She said, no. The third time, she finally said yes, but way earlier. I spoke to one of the victims, stated that they had saw the suspect actually inside the establishment roughly around 11.30, 11.40 um, prior to it closing. Um, so at that time, we got all the information, we wrote the report up, we charged the suspect with uh, a couple counts of assault, and, um, and that was it. Um, do you know what the status of those charges are? No. Once we do the report, it goes up, it goes up to Stoughton District Court, and then it's it's for them to sign up. I'd like to introduce that police report into the record of this of this hearing. I have no further questions at this time. Thank you, Counsel. Chief, do you want to add anything at this time, or do you want to wait? Do you want to say anything at this time? Well, it's up to you. Can do it now. We can do it later after. After. Um, Actually, can I do it after sure. the attorney? I Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Attorney Ash. Yes, sir. Hello, attorney. Yes. Attorney Ash. <clears throat> Good evening. Good evening. Uh, Jonathan Ash, uh, counsel for uh, Chang Chu Lu of Panda Gold. Um, thank you for reciting the police report. We're you know, the detail that you were able to provide. And um, I wanted to first talk about the letter that was uh, introduced um, uh, by my brother. Um, in it, it seems that the um, allegation is, just to be clear, during the in investigation of the incident, it is reported that the president of Golden Ocean Development, who is Chang Chu Lu, and another employee, um, who I would represent is the bouncer, uh, were untruthful to the investigators about serving a clearly intoxicated person. Um, so being untruthful to the investigators about serving a clear intoxicated person. Um, I wanted to say that, you know, through the testimony that I would like to present today, um, it's going to come from the bartender first. Um, she, she's going to offer some live testimony. I also have an affidavit from the bouncer. Um, he's working at another job right now, and he wasn't able to leave that job. Um, I also have um, an affidavit 
um, from the gentleman that was involved in the incident. Um, and also, um, I have the owner, Chang Chu Lu, otherwise known as Lucy, here to provide some brief testimony. I hope to show that um, she was not untruthful and, and that the bouncer was also not untruthful um, and that they did, in fact, um, share what evidence that they had, uh, information that they had at the time, information that to them was accurate, um, that may not have been accurate when seen through the lens of other people. Um, so if I may, first I'd like to ask Emily Cully uh, to, to come up. She is a bartender at um, Panda Gold. If I may, if what we've done in the past, and Counselor, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, usually we swear the any, any testimony in to raise your right hand, and if you'd raise your right hand, and uh, you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do. Okay, thank you. Emily, can you state your name? Emily Cully. And um, your address? My address? Yes, 775 please. Norwest Drive, Norwood. Thank you. And uh, what is Just your title at Panda Gold? Bartender. Um, were you working the night of December 19th, uh, 2022? I believe it was a Monday night? I was. Um, it's alleged that um, I'm going to still play from your book and not use his name and just refer to him as the perpetrator. Um, were you, uh, it is alleged that the perpetrator was a customer that night. Um, do you recall serving him? I do. Uh, do you remember what you served him? Three beers and some salt and pepper chicken. Okay. His favorite. Um, I have here a copy of a receipt, and I have copies to share with each of you. Actually, uh, just with the, just tell me how you'd like me to hand them out to you. Let me grab them over here. This is a copy of the receipt. And I can have other ones. Can I just slide through? Thank you. Yes, please. Do you recognize this document? Can you tell me what it is? It's the receipt from that night. Thank you. Uh, and what information does it show us? It shows 1219, 2020, uh, 2024 military time, so around 824, is that right? That's correct. Yes, around and, and, 824. And what does that time represent? When I opened the tab. Okay. Can you tell me what he ordered? He ordered three long drinks and salt and pepper wings. What are three long drinks? They're beers. Well, gin, beer. Okay. Um, does it tell you what time he closed his tab and when he paid? Um, yep, so 22.44, which would be around 10, 10.44. Okay. <coughs> so he got there about 8, you said 8? 8.24. 8.24 and left at 10.44. Okay, That's thank right. You. Um, do you recall uh, the perpetrator leaving the bar? I do. <coughs> What time did you close the bar? I closed the bar just a little bit before midnight because it was slow. Okay. Um, did uh, did you see? I think I asked you that already. I asked you if you saw him leaving the bar. You said. Did, did I, let me ask you again. Did you see the perpetrator leaving the bar? Yes. And um, 
Did you see him, do you remember what time that was? It was around when he cashed out, I mean, so around, what, 10.45. Okay. Did you see him again that evening? I did, when I was leaving. Can you tell me a little bit about the timing? I'm trying to establish when you may have seen him. So I left a little bit after midnight. I cleaned up early because it was slow. Like I said, I cleaned up, you know, around 11. So I was able to get out around 12.05, 12.10 max. And when I left, he was sitting in my car, which I thought was a little strange. So I asked him to get out of my car and then I had left. I didn't get to see the altercation or anything, but that was the last interaction I had with him that evening. Okay. <coughs> um, the, uh, in the police report, and, I, and, I, and I'm reluctant to use a name, but she's not a perpetrator, but was one of the victims. Mm -hmm. um, there was a, and she knows who, who I'm talking about, there was, a, there was another female patron there, customer, um, who was um, perhaps one of the victims in the alleged incident. And she states in the police report, or according to the police report, she states that she saw the perpetrator in the restaurant at approximately 11.30. Um, um, the officer tonight said that it was between 11.30 and 11.40 perhaps. Um, did you see that customer that evening? I did, but not at that time. When did you see her? She came in a few minutes to closing, like she usually does. She asked for a drink, and I told her no, because she came in probably 12, uh, I'm sorry, 11.57. And I told her she couldn't have a drink, but if she'd like to order takeout, she can do that at the front with Lucy, because we're open until 1 for takeout. Um, so there was absolutely no way that she was there at 11.30, because she was there like 10 minutes before I left, before I walked out the building. Okay. Thank you, Emily. I don't have any other questions. Okay, thank does, you. Does the why why was he in your car? I don't know, expecting a ride home or... Do you know him? I do. Is he a friend of yours? Not so much a friend, but I mean... You're in your car, you must have been a friend, right? More or less was. Okay, I mean, uh, I'm just asking because... Yeah. You know. I mean, we lived in the same apartment complex. But you know him, okay. Yeah, so I mean, I've known him for a long time, but we're not like best buddies, but no. we're friends. Sure. So, but yeah, I thought it was a little odd that he was in my car, but he needed a ride home and I wasn't willing to give him one. <laughs> is that the first time he's been in your car? No. Or has he done that before? I mean, we lived in the same apartment complex, so like he's been in my car before, but not no, under I, those circumstances. I mean, circumstances. for you to come out of work and, and see him yes. in your car, that was the first time? Yes, without, me offering a ride. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next, I'd like to offer um, into evidence um, an affidavit this is an affidavit of Alexon Mark. Alexon, also known as Alex, is the bouncer that worked on that evening. And I'm going to give you several copies and let you um, distribute what you will. They're two pages long. I would normally give you copies, but these are actually originals. That's um, right. I met with him only a few as minutes. As long as the town administrator gets one, that's fine. <coughs> the town council can get one through uh, the town administrator. I'll leave them to you to read. 
on your own, um, but I'd like to just summarize, if, if I might, sure. um, what he has to say. And um, Alexson arrived, he worked on Monday night. Um, his shift began at 11 o'clock. Um, upon his arrival, he checked the restaurant, checked in with the manager, the bartenders, making sure everything's okay. Um, he said it was a relatively quiet night. The bar closed promptly at 12 a.m., and all the customers had left the bar. When he, um, when he finishes, when, when the bar closes at 12, his role sort of transitions, and he begins to help with takeout, generally at the front counter near the front door still. Um, about 10 or 15 minutes after the bar had closed while he was working at the counter, a man entered the restaurant and asked if he could use the bathroom. The owner, Lucy, Chang Chu Lu, indicated that he would be allowed to use the bathroom and asked that Mark, the, the or sorry, uh, Alex, uh, keep an eye on him to ensure that he does not go into the bar area. Um, this was the first time I had seen him um, as he was not in the bar when I began my shift at 11 o'clock. I did as instructed and kept an eye on the bathroom door in the bar area. A few minutes, a few minutes later, I saw that the man had gone outside and it appeared that he may have been in an argument. I went outside and saw that he left the area of the restaurant. I remained outside until the police arrived and observed that the police were speaking with him. Afterwards, I met briefly with a Canton police officer, and I informed the officer that the incident happened outside and that we don't have any cameras there that would have shown it. Um, and that's the affidavit of Mark, or Alex. Uh, next up, I have an affidavit of our perpetrator. I'm not using his name, but I understand that I am entering this into evidence, and he's aware that that's happening. Several times. Perpetrator is a resident of Canton. Um, he states that he was there on the night of the 19th, and that he went to Panda Gold at approximately 8.15 p.m. I happen to know that he took a shift there. Um, while he was there, he ordered three long-tail beers and salt and pepper chicken, which he consumed in the bar area, that he left approximately 10.45 p.m. to smoke or vape. He does both. Um, he had hoped to get a ride home from a friend and sat in the car until the bar closed. When he didn't get the ride home, he went back into the restaurant. I was informed that the bar was closed. I used the bathroom located at the restaurant and then left. I was then approached by the police for an alleged incident that occurred outside of the Panda Gold restaurant. Not surprisingly, he didn't want to get into the details of the incident, and I didn't push. Lastly, um, I'd like to ask Chang Chu Lu, Lucy, um, to, to speak um, on her involvement um, that evening, where she was, what she was doing, and, and her interpretation of what happened. Lucy, would you come up? Would you join me? Thank you. Do you have a seat here? Would you like to swear her in? Yes, please. And just for the record, the reason I, uh, Sergeant Gooden and Chief Rafferty have not been sworn in because they have already been taken an oath of their, their duties as a police officer, as a sergeant, and now as chief of police. So uh, just to clarify that. Um, if you just raise your right hand, if you would, please. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as will help you, God? You do? Thank yeah. you. If you could just be sure to speak loudly so they can hear you. So. Okay. okay. Thank you. Just state your name and address for the record, please. I'm from the Pentagon. Right now. 
Yes, but I think, go ahead. Go ahead, Judy. Uh, so, uh, and your address? Lucy, yeah, address. And what's your address where you live? And we need that for the record as well, please. Your address. Address? Your home address. Yes, please. Um, 37 Asphalt Street here, Austin. What town? 37 Asphalt Street in Austin. Boston. Boston, thank you. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Uh, at that night, I, I am the fun about 12, 12, 10. I saw the JJ uh, come from the outside, and I tell her immediately, our bar is closed. He say, he just go to the bathroom. So I say to him, yes. Uh, he go through the dining room and to, uh, to the bathroom. Uh, and then I asked our bouncer, Allison, uh, watch him and kill him out of the, out of the bar. Uh, Ellison say yes. So I go to the kitchen and pick up the food uh, about five minutes. Uh, I, I bring the food to the customer uh, sit in the front. And, and, then, and that time I saw uh, Ellison stop JJ outside. So I find the key, uh, lock the door, and keep uh, the customer inside and and uh, let the and keep the JJ and the uh, Bangsa outside. Uh, at that time, uh, but, uh, one customer uh, uh, tell me he want to left. I tell him uh, just give us the a couple minutes. Uh, my uh, our Bangsa Ellison uh, will will let uh, JJ come down and let he leave. Uh, safety. Uh, he say he he in a hurry. So, a couple minutes. Ellison, um, uh, uh, um, our bouncer Ellison, come to the front and tell me, uh, JJ, he, he is leaving. Uh, I say to him, good. At that time, uh, please come in. Uh, come in. Coming, and I unlock the door. Let the police come in. And the police asked me, uh, their bar still open. I tell him their bar closed at the 12. And uh, a bartender uh, left at the 12. And he asked um, Ellison, uh, uh, our bouncer Ellison, are you the uh, bouncer and the bartender? He said, yes. I fix it one side. He is only the bouncer, it's not bartender. Bartender is Emily. He left at the tail. Uh, police uh, don't answer, didn't answer me, and then he talked he to the uh, customer for the takeout in, sit in the front. Uh, in a couple minutes, uh, the police asked me for the uh, ID. I gave him the ID, and he took the picture, and he left. He get the outside about uh, 15 minutes. He come to again and ask me for the uh, camera. And and that time, uh, our bouncer next to me, he answered him, uh, we don't have a camera there because I keep far, uh, I keep him far outside door. Uh, our camera can see that, can see there. And the uh, police say, 
uh, okay, is is in is happened outside. So the police left. Uh, I know my English is not so good, but I try my best to say everything I know. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, any comments or questions? Uh, so I would say. Go ahead, sir. You know, that didn't go as I thought it was going to. I thought I was going to ask questions and, and lead her through for your benefit. She jumped in and told the narrative on her own. And I think you can see how difficult it is for her to give a clear narrative of what happened. I've tried to present to you through the evidence of the bartender who served, with evidence showing how much they served, the three drinks and chicken, through the bouncer, who says he wasn't there when he got there. The, the, the bartender says that she saw him leave at 1045-ish. The bouncer who says he wasn't there when I got there. You know, that the, the, the bartender says, I saw him outside at 1210. That he then seemingly comes back inside, again through the affidavit, saying that he came in and asked to be served. Lucy has just testified that when he came in, she, he asked to be served, and she said, you cannot be served. The bar is closed at 12. He asked to use the bathroom. They allowed him to use the bathroom, and she instructed the bartender to make sure and watch that he doesn't try to go into the bar. That he then see, the, the bouncer is then working in the takeout counter, which is right near the front door. The next thing he sees, he's out in the parking lot having an altercation. She, she goes into the kitchen after telling the, the bouncer to watch him and watch the bar. She goes into the kitchen to help fill a Chinese food order. She comes back outside, sees that the bouncer is now outside with this gentleman, and then gets the keys, locks the door with the customers inside, and says to the customers, give it a few minutes. In the meantime, the customer had called, one of the customers, I don't know who, called the police. They were aware that the police were on their way, so they didn't need to call the police. The police then arrived a few minutes later, picks him up at Walgreens, meets with Lucy and with the bouncer, who are trying to say, the bouncer is saying, accurately, is for the most part, he wasn't here, like he's not in the bar. And you have to understand, these restaurant owners are very concerned about making sure that the bar is closed. That is their priority, they know that they cannot serve anybody after this time. They are saying to you, you know, as Lucy in her, in her best English that she has, he was not here in our bar. He was not here. He was here for a minute <laughs> using the bathroom. And she does when asked, you know, he wasn't here? No, no, he was here. He wasn't here, he was here. He was both. He wasn't there, he was there, then he left. Then he came back, then he left. Where was the incident? It was not inside here. It was outside there. I, 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 I respect what the officer is doing, the information he's trying to gather. Unfortunately, my, my client had a hard time explaining it, and I think we've got evidence from other folks that sort of pieced together what happened. I will tell you that I've spent hours in the last two days trying to piece together the timeline, and I think I've got the timeline supported by several people, including the perpetrator. Um, Let me ask you this, yeah. Counselor. Uh, if the door's locked and someone inside obviously felt 
uh, they, were, they were in jeopardy or they would not have called the police. Is that correct? They, somebody called the police, your words, not mine. Someone from inside the restaurant called the police. The police didn't yes. just show up. That's correct. Okay. So obviously something happened inside the restaurant. No. Why would they call the police then, sir? No, they no, called no. the police sure. to say something's going on. They went up there and there, and some, there was some type of, uh, some type of altercation. Sure. It was it, for inside, from Lucy's words, he, she, according to Sergeant Good's report, that she said, no, 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 yes, he wasn't here. No, and he was going to the bathroom. Yes, so yes. if there was no problems, then we would never have had uh, the police never would have been called if people felt safe. I, for, and I wasn't there, but people obviously didn't feel safe or they would not have called 911. Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll read from the police officer's report. This is one of the, the victims. But, but, the, but the whole point of my, my, what I just said, somebody inside that restaurant called the police because they felt that they were, something was happening. Sure. That's a fact. Okay? That's, that's, that's correct. Okay, I thank you. To be honest, I don't know where they were when they called the police. I don't... But well, I, you said yourself they were inside the restaurant. They were locked in the restaurant. Oh, of course they did. Yes. yes. They okay. came into... They, they certainly came into the restaurant. I, I'm not arguing that point at all. Okay. The victims certainly came into the restaurant. But now the victims are recanting their stories. Excuse me? The, you said the victims are recanting their stories. Quote, unquote, victims. That's what you said earlier. No, I didn't... I, I apologize. I did not say that. I, they, all right, go ahead. Their, their truth is their truth. I, I don't know about the incident. I'm not saying the incident didn't happen. I'm not saying that they didn't call the police. They did, one of them did call the police. Where they were when they called the police, I don't know. And I don't think it matters, to be honest, where they were when it they It does matter. No, no, no. We've had 21 incidents at this place on December 6th, you folks were before us. No, but but now, with, now with December 19th, we go through this all again, sir. I mean, we've had it. Do you understand this, the, how severe this is? That's what I'm trying to tell you. You're saying, oh, nothing happened. But go ahead. I have not said that nothing's happened. I, I respectfully disagree. And by saying that where they called, the incident happened. And whether they sought shelter inside to call from inside, or whether they, 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 they were just inside and they called, or they called from outside and came inside, they called. Okay. There's no disagreement okay. there. Okay. I've and and if, my, my point is that, you know, According to the testimony that we've got, and even from the police report, the gentleman, the victim, stated that he was at the counter trying to pay for his food when the suspect tried to gain access. I don't know that this gentleman actually... Was he assaulted? It's alleged in the report that he was assaulted. Well, he was a, well, it's, a, it's alleged. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. No, no, okay, no, I, I, just, I, understand. I understand what you're saying I'm right now. I have, I have a quick question. Um, just a couple of quick questions, actually. Um, did anything happen inside that restaurant? Yes or no? Do you understand the did, question? Sorry. Did anything happen inside that? Or does anything happen? I can't be any clearer than that. Does anything happen? I think did that's the a fight very clear or anything question. start inside that restaurant? Uh, he just, uh, uh, after he, uh, the, the bathroom, he sit inside and argue with the lady, and the bouncer keep in the outside. And I bring the food to the customer. The customer want to left. I, I tell him give, give us the a few couple minutes. The bouncer will keep the DJ come down and keep he left safe. 
I'm having a very, I'm having a difficult time understanding her. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't. I understand. I'm just trying to get at the point there. Were you asked if there was cameras inside that restaurant? Is it? Cameras. Cameras. Were you asked if there was cameras inside that restaurant? There was no cameras. They already said that. They said no cameras outside. Oh, outside. No, there, there are there are certainly cameras inside of the facility. Camera? And I would argue, and I would say that there is no there is no statement in the police report whether or not it, I'm you just, can ask the question. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of things here. I and like I say. Can I, let's let's digress here for a second. Uh, believe me when I tell you, I think I speak for the, mo for the rest of the board here. The last thing we want to do is take away someone's license or someone's livelihood. Um, and I, we certainly agree that there are circumstances that are going to happen that you have no control over. Fights breaking out, uh, that's the nature of the business. The things that you do have control over that I'm a little taken back with is, number one, over-serving, but apparently that w really wasn't the case. Um, and then lying to the authorities. And... I think that's what, that's that's the area that I find very gray right now. I understand. Um, so I, I I defer to Officer uh, Good. Is there anything that her testimony conflicts with what you are saying? Uh, I just have a question. Just, she referred to the suspect. Sergeant, just introduce yourself. Uh, Sergeant Good, Camp Police Department. Um, during her testimony, she referred to the suspect as JJ. Most people. Who don't know anybody wouldn't refer to them as their initials. Um, she claims she doesn't know him at all, and so didn't the bouncer. I have a hard time believing so that. Considering the, the bartender testified that they're good friends, he's in there all the time. Um, so, and he was highly intoxicated and goes back to a car. So, I mean, I didn't know any of, any of this. Nobody came and told us any about that, but it just seems odd that you would use the initials of the suspect, if you didn't know the person. Yes. If I may respond. Yes, sir. Um, I have learned, I know this gentleman's name. I know his, his, his given name. I know his nickname. I know it through the bartender. I have been referring, who knows him. I have been referring to him by that name for the last two days. Um, yeah. It, with, with my they, client. They didn't know him that night. I, and just one more to follow up with. Is this person still allowed in the establishment? Has anyone been banned? Do you understand the question? Is he welcome? Can he still come in? Can he still, can he still patronize your business? Can he come in and drink if he wanted to? Oh, um, you banned him. At, at, at the nine o'clock, I see him uh, talk to the bartender at the bar. And when? At, at nine o'clock. Oh, no, no. Uh, you, sorry? No, I, is he still allowed to drink going in there? Forward, are you, uh, are after that event, now going forward, is he allowed to come into the restaurant now? Has he been banned? He can't come in? Or he's allowed to come back? He can't come in. He can't come in. That's what she's swearing to. He cannot come in. I don't want to put words in her mouth. No, no, <laughs> I'm, but I'm she, said, she just said she, he can't come in. He cannot is there anyone else that can't come in? Do you, have, do you have anyone else in the community who can't come in? Yeah, he cannot come in. Is there anyone else in the community? Okay. Any other bad guys that can't come in? Uh, no, just, just, just one thing. Just, just okay. One. Thank you. Um, you. Have you had trouble with this gentleman before? In the bar? I saw him 
him, uh, no, I, I, um, I saw him, I didn't saw him. Someone who may know more yeah. is the I, bartender. I um, again, I'd, I'd remind the board that uh, Miss Liu has been, the, has been the owner of this establishment for a, about two years, um, I believe. Have you been here longer? Sorry, I apologize. That's all right. Um, I do know that um, uh, we have another employee, Julie Legademus, who uh, is the bar manager. She has a longer standing history. Um, I didn't anticipate this question, um, so I did not ask her to appear. She wasn't there that night, so she didn't really have much to offer on that evening. Thank you. Uh, Chief? Hi, Helena Rafferty, Chief of Police. So if it's okay with you, Mr. Ash, I'd like to just ask a couple of questions for clarification. So Julie Lagadinas, I, th I think what's frustrating is <coughs> we are back here. There's something broken at the Panda Gold. We have many parts in town, and all of us have not been spending two nights trying to weed through all the problems that are arising. Julie Lagadinos is the bar manager you just stated, That's but yet correct. Julie Lagadinos was not on any paperwork as the bar manager. That's a problem. I apologize. In terms of the... Uh, when, when they have a liquor license, my understanding is... We have to have, we have, to have the, the manager on record. She identified herself to me. I talked to her as we were coming into the first five-day suspension. She identified herself as a bar manager, yet is nowhere on the paperwork for the bar. That's a problem. That's a huge problem, obviously. If we knew we had a bar manager, when we run into um, difficulties conversationally, we could call Julie Lagadinos, but we didn't know that. you know. Um, number two, Emily, were you aware that, because in your testimony earlier, you stated you were closing the bar because it was slow a couple Chief, of minutes before just midnight? Go through, through the chair, through to oh, Emily. Okay, sorry. Just uh, Robert Me. Rolls. May I yes, address Emily? I want to make sure. Were you aware? Because your statement was, I was closing the bar a little before midnight because it was slow. It wasn't, I was closing the bar a little before midnight because we're not allowed to serve alcohol after midnight. Oh, I'm sorry. My words may have not been perfect. Right, I just wanted to make sure that the message got to you that they were closing at 12, because that statement made me say, like, did she even know they were supposed to close at 12? No. Okay, perfect. That That's just dotting the I's and crossing the T's. And the, the um, if I may also ask yes. one more question. Thank you. Thank you. The bouncer, is he a longtime employee of the restaurant? The, Is that a question for me? The, the, um, whoever would know the answer to that. The... So he's been there over a year. Okay. Okay. So you know that the customer, the perpetrator, eats salt and pepper chicken. But the bar, the bouncer, when Sergeant Good asked him who he was, said it stated he didn't know who the guy was. Like, I know the person or I don't. It seems kind of clear. An easy answer. Uh, I, okay. Um, and the last question, I had one more question related to this. It's just, it's frustrating. I, I just, 
we're going round and round here. The disingenuousness of, like, when we ask questions, there's always some reason that we're not getting the truth. And it's just we want the business in town, as the board has stated. We just need to have a working relationship where you're following the rules like all the other bars. We don't want to get somebody, whether the, the fight started inside the bar or the fight started outside the bar, the fact that he paid for three drinks doesn't mean that's all he had. He seems to be somebody that ha- hangs out there, so probably other people bought him drinks that you can't show that he also had those drinks. So according to the sergeant, he was intoxicated. Something happened inside the bar. Lucy just said he got in an argument inside the bar. And then it moved outside because the bomb and moved him outside. That's forget all the other stuff. That's the problem. We're serving people that are getting in fights, whether it's discussions, heated discussions inside the bar, and then coming outside the bar. And we have neighbors all around, and and there's a problem. This is not happening in any of the other bars. We're not getting the calls for fights from the other bars. People concerned. People nervous for their safety. And there is something broken. So. How are we going to fix it? And my concern, like I say, it's, it's like you say, like I, I just to repeat what I said earlier, there's things that we do understand that are, are not within your control. And if there was an incident up there, and we went up there and you said, yeah, this guy was in my bar, and, he, and, he, and a big brawl broke out, let the police officers do their job. But to sit there and, and, and misguide them and tell them what happened outside, never happened inside, he wasn't inside, it's just, it's, it's, it's tough to take you for your word. Put it that way. When when there's conflicting stories here, um, you know what I you know like I said last time you were here how I felt about it. I may respond. Yes, sir. To the yes, yes, Attorney Ash. Um, my understanding is that Julie and and Thomas and Lucy were working towards getting her um, uh, named as the manager with the licensing board. Um, if she hasn't done that, then 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 it's something that she needs to do. Um, in Just terms for, the, of the, for the record, Councilor, Thomas Rua assumes this gentleman here, he's, he's put down as the manager. And if Thomas, he's, he's in correct. fact not the manager, whether it be, um, you know, the 99 was in here every six months changing managers, right. and they had to come before us and tell us we have a, we, the sport has to officially say, now um, Julie Lacadinos is now the manager. You know, that's, that's standard practice for, with the ABCC. They want to know who the manager is. So, so just Thomas to clarify is, it. Thomas, Thomas is the manager with ABCC. He continues, he will continue to be the manager, um, the licensed manager, holding license. Um, my understanding is he has the ability to designate someone to. But we need to know that. I understand. Just, I just want to make clarify that that has to be, that our office has to know. I check with my office, not my office, the office today. I work for them. And, um. They said that Thomas Wu is the, on record as that's the manager. Correct. That's that's correct. But that's correct. She's telling everybody she's the manager. There's a little problem. Just I want that that has to be fixed. That's correct. And the decision okay. to have her um, elevated to to a manager, or if you will, an assistant manager under Thomas, because Thomas is still the manager, was a decision that was that was made, um, you know, at or prior, immediately prior to our last hearing mm-hmm. here about a month ago. Um, if they haven't followed up with that paperwork. I apologize, and I can make sure that they do that. Thank you. Um, to, to, to comment about the 12 o'clock, Chief, there was, the, I believe there was no indication that of any, no report that they served after hours, no report that the staff didn't know it was 12 o'clock. In fact, I've said over and over that they're all aware that it's 12 o'clock. They are, they are doing, they are scared to death of the police, you know, seeing them serve after hours. They reached out to the police 
in the days before the, uh, the, the, the suspension that happened on the 29th, they reached out to, um, uh, to Ms. Chameleon to ask about what they needed to do um, to make sure that they weren't doing anything wrong. And the chief, you know, Ms. Chameleon just said, look to the letter. They responded again, and they included the chief. And the chief was kind enough to provide a more detailed response mm -hmm. that asked that we would go to the, to take, go to the length, that we would actually not serve anybody food at the bar, so that there was no appearance that they were drinking at the bar. A reasonable request. And I believe they've done that. And, and, and so they tried to clear the bar out and make sure that it is closed down at 12 o'clock. Um, the, the comment about she knows, that they know that he had salt and pepper chicken. It's, and I apologize, you haven't seen it. It's, it's on the receipt. The receipt says he has three long trails or long somethings. Right, but her comment was he had salt and pepper chicken like he always does. His favorite. Yes, yes. She, His she, favorite she, she, she's the bartender and she knows him. Right, sure. so, so obviously he's in there frequently. Sure. That's, that's, that's the point I was trying sure, to sure. get across. But so if, if but, but he serves as the bouncer, and his shift starts at 11. And right. I don't know if he's there. He, he's basically working a two-hour shift on Mondays. It's a pretty short shift. I don't know. I don't know. Again, how we're does. pulling hairs because this is really like we're not really well, digging at the important things here. The important thing is the, the fight started comment. inside the bar. And, and <clears throat> absolutely, I understand. And, and to be fair and to, to be on the record for this, during the five-day suspension, we did not have any liquor license violations. We were in there. We were in there in uniform. We were in there undercover, and I'm, I'm sure. But but to be fair to the Panda Gold, um, there were no violations during that time. In terms of uh, it, it, me asking Emily was simply because her statement stated I was closing because it was slow. So I'm thinking, was the message even communicated that they have to close at midnight? It, it was. It, and, and she was saying that to say that, again, to establish timing. Right. She recalled that it was a slow evening, that she, that she left pretty much immediately after 12. Normally, you know, if, if, if the bar is pretty busy, in, in that last hour, she would close the bar, then have some cleanup right. to happen okay. afterwards to prepare for the next day. On this particular day, it was slow. She was able to get her cleaning routine completed right. and then leave promptly after 12. I, I think, again, we're going into the minutia here. The bottom line is an argument started inside the bar. Whether or not he had three drinks or 12, we'll never know. He paid for three. Maybe somebody else paid for other drinks for him. I don't know. I uh, would disagree. Oh, okay, but something started inside that bar, and the bouncer got involved, and he was removed from the bar. There was an argument to Lucy's own statement, so something is broken. Something is either there's over-serving going on, there's or the, maybe the client. I don't know, I, 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 but, again, but we're, again, not, we're not getting calls actually, anywhere else for, for fights. We Like, I mean, you, you were here. We saw the stack. So, like, so I, I, I'd like to ask Emily to step forward, and I want to ask you a, a follow-up question, if you wouldn't mind. On the evening of December 19th, uh, you stated earlier that um, the perpetrator had three drinks and chicken. Were you aware of anyone else buying him drinks that evening? I wasn't. No. Nobody else bought him another drink. Did and you serve I don't him know. any other drinks? I did not. Were I did not give him any free drinks. Sorry? Sorry. If you just let me. Were there other bartenders working that night? No, just me. Yes, sir. Yeah, Mr. Lochran. Um So, Attorney Ash, uh, about the bouncer not 
knowing uh, that this particular individual. I think that we can agree uh, that Panda Gold has a history of serving after hours. And it appears that this gentleman, who is a regular, uh, expected to get a drink after 12 and was told no. And that's kind of what started this whole thing. So it stands to reason that he would, in fact, know the bouncer, uh, even if the bouncer works, those two hours towards the end of the night. The part that I have a problem with is Panda Gold was just in here for a hearing. An incident happens, and we're, we're relying on a customer. Uh, if the owner, if, if Miss Lou had contacted the police right away, knowing that you know, they're under a microscope, uh, and boy, we, we've got something starting to happen, uh, let me call the police and show them that I am serious about this. Um, the police have no reason to distort the truth uh, or, or lie about this. Um, so, so I'm tending to, to lean their way, and I certainly understand that you know, putting the timeline together is a difficult task. Um, but you know, based on the, the police reports that I've seen, um, the history with Panda Gold, it's hard not to side with them that, you know, uh, are there cameras inside Panda Gold? Yes, there is. So are there cameras that show all of what is being uh, reported that this person was not overserved, he was not highly intoxicated, he left when he said, he came in at 12, used the bathroom, left, got into an argument. I mean, is there video evidence that shows that all of the stuff that's being alleged didn't happen? So I have strongly suggested to my clients that they take the camera system that they have and they improve upon it. The camera system that they have overwrites itself after 48 hours. So in the, that evening, and again, I'm looking at the police report and the conversation that I've had with my client. The officer asks, was he there? They say he was outside. Or in, in the language that my client says, we'll say he was in the outside. He was outside. And the bouncer says, it ha you know, and she says it happened in the parking lot. And we don't have cameras of the, par of the parking lot. And they do not have cameras that show the parking lot. Mm -hmm. they, they do have cameras on the inside. They're readily available to view right at, the, right, at the lunch, right at the takeout counter when you go there. I saw them today. There's a monitor that's this big that shows all of these cameras, right, that show the bar room from every angle, both bar rooms. Um, but, and again, I haven't had a chance to ask the officer, and, I, and, and my client's testimony seems that he didn't ask to see the interior footage. It was, was he there? Yes, no, you know, um, he, you know, it was in the outside. He was outside. We don't have footage of the, of the parking lot. I don't see in the report, in anywhere in the police report, where he says, um, do you have footage showing the interior that I can see? I don't see that question asked. Now, I would agree it would have been really, really helpful for me to know about this incident a little sooner, and then I would have immediately said, save that video, you know, because it overwrites in 48 hours. It's got to be done immediately. Unfortunately, I, I actually contacted Chief um, days afterwards. This incident happened on Monday. There was a hearing on Tuesday, the 20th, regarding the renewal of this license. On Wednesday, 
I reached out to Ms. Chameleon to say, how did it go last night? At around the same time, I reached out to Chief Rafferty, and I said, Chief, just checking in. I took the opportunity when I spoke to Ms. Chameleon to also check in with the Chief. How's it going? Hope all's well. If you need anything, remember, here's my contact information. She got back to me later that night saying, there was an incident two or three days ago. Um, almost, you know, and you, were, you, you said, you know, you haven't heard about it? I hadn't. Um, I well, that's your, that's your client's fault, not the town's fault. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. That's what you're saying, we should have no, known no, no, earlier. I agree. They should have picked up the phone and said, hey, we had a problem. No, no, I agree. Okay, I just want to make that clear. It looks like you're trying to blame the police or the no, town no, no, for not reaching not out to you. Respectfully, I'm not at all trying to blame them. Oh, that's what it sounds like no, to me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to blame the police. I'm using it as an example of why I am suggesting to my client to extend the time that the, doc, that, that the recording is held, right? That's all I'm suggesting. Not at all. The chief responded to me. I appreciated her response. You know, not, not, I have no blame for the chief at all. None. So, you know, there is video, but it rewrites after 48 hours. I don't believe the interior video was asked for. It wasn't offered. I think it wasn't I, offered I, I, in part because my client, and again, sort of her struggles with the English language are real. Maybe get a little clarification on this now. Sergeant Goodcamp, Police Department, I just want to make clear. I asked both of them if they had any cameras that would have captured the incident. They both claim it, it claimed it happened outside. They don't have any cameras that point to the parking lot, which you stated. I asked about the few that I saw in the lobby. They both say, they, they said it all happened outside. They didn't want to talk anymore. Like, so I noticed all the cameras because we've seen unbelievable footage from other incidents that have happened there. We know that they have cameras pointing right at the takeout corner. We know they have cameras that are pointing right at the... Enter the exit door going out, which would have captured it all. Agreed. Your clients didn't offer it to us. Did you okay. ask for it? Yes. You asked to see it? You, yes. You said, you said, I asked about them. I asked about them, and they said it all happened outside. Yes. So was there more discussion? No, she wouldn't offer it. I don't, I don't understand. Uh, well, so she said it happened outside, and you need to say, but I, I'd like to see the inside cameras. Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, It all happened outside, because that's what they continually over and over said it happened outside. They didn't want to help us. I, I don't, I don't. It's very clear that. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, well, any other new evidence or any other comments, Councillor? Do you have anything else to add? No, I don't. Uh, Mr. Huxham, Attorney Huxham, do you have anything else? No, I don't. So uh, what would the board like to do? I mean, we can go around and around, but. I, right, we're just beating so, a dead horse here right now. So, um, we, we would close the public hearing first, and then we could. Yes, okay. Is there a motion to close <coughs> Sorry, the public? Thank you. Is there a motion to close the public hearing? Uh, yeah, I'll make a motion to close this public hearing then. Motion been made and seconded. Second, sorry. Any further discussion, questions, concerns? Anyone hearing none? All those in favor, close the hearing. Say aye. aye. Three zero. Aye. So, uh, Mr. Lochran. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I, I think that was, was suggested was uh, another um, suspension of the license. Um, I echo Mr. Theodore's, uh, Theodore's comments. We are not looking to uh, cripple a business. I, I certainly uh, appreciate how uh, alcohol helps keep uh, restaurants afloat. Um, but as the chief said, th this is a pattern uh, that continues to happen. It needs to stop. Uh, bad, bad things are going to happen to uh, people in this town. I would feel differently if um, 
the owner of the business, and I understand that English is not a first language, but it is her business. She is running a business uh, here, so she needs to be responsible for running that business um, and keeping it uh, up, up to par with what she needs to. I would have liked it if she had called uh, the police. I would have liked it if she had uh, reached out to the board or the police and said, you know, that particular individual is no longer welcome here, but it took us asking that question. So it doesn't sound like there's been any sort of remediation of, guys, how do we prevent this from happening again? Um, I think we're getting hung up on uh, semantics as far as uh, did the police department ask for video or did they specifically ask to see the inside video? Um, again, I, I side with the police. They have no reason to be dishonest about this. They're trying to keep public safety as number one. So uh, I would be in favor of another suspension, and I apologize, but uh, it's, it's unsafe. We need to change this behavior. Thank May you, I comment Walker. to a statement that was made? May I make a comment? Certainly, sir. Go ahead. I just wanted to address... Um, you know, had there been any follow-up with the, with this board um, or with the chief of police, um, Ms. Lagodimus um, did, in fact, my understanding is that she did, in fact, speak with the chief um, in the week that followed or probably about 10 days afterwards. It's shortly after you and I corresponded, my understanding is she had a telephone call with you to talk about the incident. Um, if, I'm, if I'm incorrect... But you, you, you spoke, uh, my apologies, my apologies. I, I thought. Yeah, I definitely spoke to her. My apologies. I didn't mean to represent something else. Oh, uh, next time. Thanks. Mr. La Theodore, you want anything you want to say, sir? No, I, I, no I'm kind of toying with this one. I just, I, I just wish they would understand that all we're looking for is honesty. That's, that's all we're looking for. And I just, and it's just, like I said, it doesn't seem like we're getting that still. And you know how I, how I felt about it the last time. And, and, and I'm almost I, I'm almost willing to extend the olive branch this time, but I'm going to go with the will of the board of what the board wants to do. But uh, what what is it like? I say, what is it going to take to this, so this doesn't happen? And like you say, if something happens up there, you're going to get the support of the police department. If something if, if there's no reason to hide things from us or them, unless you're doing something wrong. <coughs> so I, 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 I'm I'm torn here. I really am because I don't like I say I, I don't want to. Uh, the, the just get to the microphone, Chief, please. Lena Rafferty, Chief of Police. So were you saying the cameras were working on this night? So, yes. So I believe so. Being in the situation that the Panda Gold is in, wouldn't the common sense thing for the owners and bar managers to do was save that video and bring it right down to the police station without even being asked? Here we are. Here you go. There you go. That's what happened tonight. That's what we're looking for. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to have to beg. I'm not dealing with my kids where I'm like trying to extract them. They're bar, bar owners in a town. We're trying to keep people safe. I don't want to ask. I want her to just produce the video. This is what happened. And then we know. Thank you, Chief. And, 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 I, and I understand um, and exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I've asked them to said you know, it makes a lot of sense to save this thing immediately anytime the police are involved save the video 
you know, that, that would be a good thing to do. Um, you know, increase the length of the time that the, that the data is stored um, so that it's there. Um, because trying to recreate the timeline through the testimony of, of the several people that I brought would have been a lot easier to then support that even further with the video. Because um, I understand many of the questions you had, you know, um, served three by the bartender. What about other people? Yeah. Video see, makes things a lot easier. Um, but the but unfortunately, the video is not available to us today. And had it been, I would have shown it uh, and provided it. Um, lesson learned, you know. But the um, I, I don't think that they they necessarily. I don't think it's apparent that they overserved this gentleman um, where he was in the hour and change outside. Um, whether he smoked a cigarette or a vape laced with marijuana, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I just don't know. Uh, and this is the last time I'll get up. I was just gonna say, yeah. Helena Rafferty, Chief of Police. The bottom line is, if you are a, a reasonable person and the microscope is on the restaurant, saying everything happened outside the reason the video probably wasn't turned over or offered when officer sergeant good asked for it is because we know the fight started inside initially that's and and when you're on the microscope and your your license is on the line like we kept being told it happened outside and that doesn't seem to be the case from the lucy's own testimony it doesn't indicate that there was a fight inside but lucy indicated it in her testimony right here. She stated that an argument started argument. inside. Well, an argument is, that's a problem. That's where it began. That's the, and I don't know the, I don't know the details of that argument and how, how, if it escalated inside or if it went outside. Right, and escalated outside. but we according were. To the, according to the testimony of my client and, and of the bouncer, that an altercation happened outside in the parking area, well, I, I think we'll, outside of the view of the camera. I, right, okay, we can go round and round. But in the police report. Okay, so like I say, now we're just arguing semantics. Um, I don't the, think it's the, semantics. I think it's well, details well, that are not. Uh, okay, uh, but okay, okay. And I and I and I would I say that she would have called the police, but she was aware that the police were, had already been called. She had she was busy getting the keys and locking the door, and the, and then was told the police are on their way. So, you know, I, and I understand calling the police is a is a is a, is a wonderful first move. Uh, but I think she secured the location. But she didn't call the police. No, she didn't call the police. No, she didn't. I That's the matter. I understand the victim okay. called the police. We she don't know who called. Someone locked in the restaurant. Your words, not mine, called the police from inside. No, she, That's a problem. No, no, she testified that the, that the patron uh, we, told her that, she, that they had called the police and the police were on their way. Yeah, exactly. I think we're just going around in circles here at this point. Yeah. Um, I, 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 like I said, I'm just, I'm, um, so I, I go to, I'll look, for, I'll look, look for motion for suspend the, uh, suspend the license for 10 days. Uh, I will second that motion. Um, this has to, this has well, to stop. Let me ask you, I, I understand it does have to stop, but and no more excuses. You know something, can, can, can we do something here tonight? Can, all right. I, there's going to have to be some sort of suspension. I, okay. 10 days, I think is an awful long time. However, Please, if 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 we if, if we reduce this this suspension, there has to be something because something, again there's there's a breakdown here. Just in the future, let's let us work with you, and and 
if there's an incident up there, we'll deal with it. We, we understand there's things that you just, that are out of your control. But like I say, lying to the authorities, lying to this board, lying to the town of Canton Basie is just not going to cut it. So um, if, if we can maybe cut it down to seven days, just to, to and then move on from that. So um, can we have the bar manager and the owner, I mean, can they work with the police on some sort of um, plan to address these types of things um, in the future? I have no doubt that my client would be more than happy to work with I, the, and I can and I can understand. police chief or her designee with setting up a and the, another thing I, I can understand their their uh, fear of saying geez if something else happens here we're done but that's not the case you understand what I, if, I mean if there's an incident up there I would hope uh, yeah that's not that's not what we're here to do it's just let's all work together um, like I say, just if, be but, honest, and I think we, 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 we won't be back here again. I, I understand. So that's, uh, I mean, there's, there's some folks that want us to, to, to revoke the license. There's some people that want us to um, stop, close the whole place at, at midnight, no serving food to one. That's, that was on the table for a while. Um, people had brought it to, to talking to different people. Um, I'm not looking to do that right now, but uh, it, it's got to stop. And I know it, 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 it's got to stop. And, and um, it, for public safety, it can't continue before somebody gets hurt. And I'm not going to have that happen. I w could not live with myself if, that, if somebody got hurt and we sat here and didn't do what we had to do. Uh, and I don't, I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm doing it um, because I want to do it. I don't. I feel I, I'm sworn to, to, do, to do a duty. And sometimes you make a decision. And you have people that that don't appreciate, don't like what you do, but that's part of that's part of what we do. And um, you know, I I, 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 and I I apologize, but it has something has to be done because it's continuing. And and uh, and I'm not trying to, you know. So, so getting back, would you be would you be willing to go with a seven day? No, I want ten. I just think it has to. We have to send a strong a second strong message. And this gentleman who comes in, he can't. You know, he's we don't know if he he said he was bad. We're not sure, but. And you know, it just—it's—it's the—in in all due respect, it's—it's—it's—we got to send a, a, a strong message, a strong message. And again, I, I take no joy in doing this, but as uh, as the licensed authority, I take this job as my 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 members do, uh, very seriously, and, and I know you do too. So. So, Mr. Theodore, the part that I have a problem with, um, I think that if the fight had happened inside. Um, Okay, so what happened inside? Uh, no problem, it spilled into the parking lot. No issues with that. Uh, but when asked the video or asked about the video, um, the police were consistently informed, hey, this isn't us, this happened out in the parking lot. And so that is not Panda Gold taking any responsibility. This is, this person left and, and got into a fight, they left hours ago hung around in the parking lot and got into a fight. Climbed in, just, the, bar, just, climbed in the bartender's car. Just, I, again, just, just something to consider, though, is like, do you think the decision not to do that was because they knew they were under a microscope? I'm, I'm, I'm being the devil's advocate well, here. So, so I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to be, I'm trying to be reasonable for both sides. Yep. And that's, so that's why I just said seven. So, um, um, so uh, I, I made a motion for, for 10 days. 
Well, I second that. I think, John, you made the motion. Yes. Any further discussion? No, no, no. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to, um, I'm going to go along with what the board decides. That's, I've, I've, I said my piece, so I just, um, that's it. Okay. I'm not gonna. Uh, any further discussion, comments, or concerns? No, sir. And a date to be determined. We'll get back to you and we'll talk to the chief and, and yourself. Okay. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? That's 3 0. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Theodore, next order of business, sir. No idea where we are. That's going to be uh, it's from Mr. Mr. Shea. Kevin Shea. Oh, yeah, the update on the MBTA zoning. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Mr. Chairman. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, for the record, uh, Kevin Shea, uh, housing coordinator. Raise your right hand. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, I got it. Thank you. No. Do you have it? Yes. Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Uh, through you, Mr. Chairman, just wanted to. Uh, update the, uh, the select board on the MBTA action plan. Yeah. Last time we were here, we, uh, we submitted the plan itself and what it looked like. We've had the opportunity now to complete it, and we wanted to uh, have, the, uh, have it before the select board before we submit it on the uh, 31st of January, which it's due. Uh, this would be the last meeting. I believe the, the next select board meeting is the 31st, which is the yes, deadline sir. when yep. it is due. So, so thank you for getting us on the agenda. Uh, we have paper copies as well as electronic copies. I, I have it. I have one. Yeah. We're just doing it because if, if Gene Manny had asked, we would have said the 31st. But Kevin Shea asked, so it's the, it's tonight. We would we would have had it submitted at 10 o'clock at night, I guess, <laughs> if it was the 31st. So. Uh, Councilor, thank you. Thank you, sir. Sorry, Mr. Shea. Thank you. But but again, just briefly through the plan, this, this is a. Uh, for what they call interim compliance with the MBTA new zoning regulations. What this does is allows the, uh, uh, the town to keep uh, applying for grants, and I know Gene's applied for some grants uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it also shows the state that basically the, uh, the town of Canton's working on complying with the new zoning regulations. Um, there's a lot of work to be done after this. This just gives us interim, interim compliance in the SO. Uh, what we've done is uh, supplied the board with a copy of uh, the completed the completed forms, and uh, the two sections really that, that are really the meat and potatoes of this are the really the uh, uh, the, the uh, proposed zoning uh, strategies. And this doesn't lock the, the town in. You notice how it, some of these questions are actually worded. Uh, you know. Uh, that it doesn't really lock the town in. They're trying to get an idea of what the, what the town wants to do. Um, through the working group that the select board uh, put together and the, uh, the housing trust, uh, there's been a lot of discussion, not the exact boundaries, but actually the, the area of, of what could potentially be rezoned, which is roughly that, that uh, uh, industrial commercial area to the northwest of uh, the MBTA station where there's a lot of industrial and commercial properties. Uh, basically what has to happen is the next step is um, we have to do what they complete what they call a compliance model, 
which is sent to us by the state, which our GIS people have, that'll determine uh, what the density and the, uh, the, the number of housing units that could be rezoned there. Uh, that hasn't been done yet. These are just basically, this is basically just a general area where, where both the housing trust and the working group are looking at. There's no boundaries drawn at all yet. Uh, that'll be a result of the, this, the, this compliance model that basically once all the imp that is input, it'll come back and say, okay, you have your 50 acres, you have your, your, your 15 units per acre type of thing. And again, that has to go through the, uh, the uh, normal timetable of, of zoning. And in the last couple of pages, uh, uh, we had to answer you know, some of the questions uh, that they proposed in terms of timing. And basically, once the interim plan gets in, uh, we'll start working with the compliance model. We were lucky enough to get a, uh, uh, a grant from the uh, Mass Housing Partnership to hire a consultant. Uh, that consultant will be paid through Mass Housing Partnership. Uh, it's up to $20,000. Uh, we met on a uh, Zoom call with them uh, the other day to go over the scope uh, of what they're gonna help us on. So between the housing trust, the working group, and the consultants, you know, we have a lot of people on board to, to, to help with this. Um, but again, uh, we'll start working right away on a compliance model. And then basically, uh, probably in the spring, uh, looking at doing public outreach, planning board public hearings. Uh, they're requiring legislative sessions to, 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 to show the legislators, the local legislators, what we're up to. And then uh, we've added extra time in for public communication and education once the zoning, once the zoning gets a little bit more put together, uh, just to go out to the public and really explain to them what, you know, what this is about. Uh, just to kind of dispel any kind of misinformation or anything like that. Basically, the bottom line is, is this goes all the way till um, town meeting basically in May of 2024. So there's a lot of work to get done. There's a lot of time uh, to actually do this. It has to be submitted uh, on or before December 31st, 2024. So we're really at the beginning stages of this. Um, we've looked at some areas that look like it makes sense. Uh, we'll get this into the state so we can complete, you know, complete, uh, uh, Gene can complete submitting grants into the state. By the 31st of January, correct? Yeah. Okay. But we wanted to have enough time. This has to be done electronically just in case there were any glitches or anything. We wanted to actually get it before the select board in enough time, you know, for your, your review and your comments. Thank you, Mr. Shea. Any questions or comments from Mr. Shea? Mr. Uh, Mr. Duty, any questions? Mr. Theodore? No, no. I see the chairman of the planning board and a member of the planning board here. Do you folks want to say anything, Patty or David? Okay. Any other one, anyone from the audience? No? Oh, yes, sir. Can you just go, can you just go to the microphone, sir? Sorry. John Kelly, Peakwood Street? Yes, sir. Uh, good luck. Great. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, John. Anything else, Kevin? No, no. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Sorry for the took a little time, but thank oh, you. No, th thanks for your time. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. Have a thank good you, night. Great work. Thanks. thanks. Uh, Mr. Theodore. Uh, let me just go back to this for a second. With the uh, proposed liquor rules and regulations. Yeah, we, uh, uh, this is a review of the proposed liquor rules and regulations. Um, Jennifer? Do you want to speak on that? Uh, yeah, I'd like to. Uh, uh, Jennifer Chameleon and. Uh, Property. Yeah. Speak on this. Lieutenant Gallagher would be, uh, be our representatives of the group to speak on it. Chief. 
Ms. Chameleon? Hello. <laughs> That's the quietest I've ever heard you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as the time administrator said, that myself, um, the, the police chief, the time administrator, Lieutenant Gallagher, um, met and developed these proposed rules and regulations regarding um, alcoholic beverages for the town of Canton. Um, we feel that it would provide a lot of structure um, that is needed and a lot of clarity to the establishments as to what is their um, their responsibilities and guidelines for how to manage the liquor license establishments. And it, it there's, um, we, it's a lot, it, it develops a, it developed a, we developed a, a clearer guideline, especially around um, the, any of the violations. So it, it has a structure now of if there was a violation, what the penalty would be, because um, we didn't have that previously. And that this will be um, sent out to all of the liquor license establishments that we have currently, and then annually when they renew, we'll have them also sign a waiver saying that they read it, they understand it. Great. We also just um, asked the town attorney in terms of, and he's going to look into it, if, if, if you have a liquor license in town and an establishment, can, can part of that be that they have to have cameras working, cameras inside and outside that, that um, capture video for longer than 48 hours? But, but for some time, I mean, I, obviously bars bring with it you know, alcohol people and, and as a police officer responding to that, um, fights happen, people don't know who threw the, you know, it just is by the time we get there, video is so wonderful to have. Um, if we can do that, that would be incredible. Is that in here? Not yet, because the attorney has to see if, um, if it, it was just brought up tonight. Yeah. So that's just, the only thing we'd be waiting on to approve this? No, you can you can approve, you can approve it. it. You want us so, to want us to, to approve this, and then officially vote on it. Now, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, either Jen or uh, uh, Charlie, that uh, it sits for a week, and we vote on it that next meeting, the 31st. Correct? That's correct. Okay. What did we just say? So we'll take it under advisement, and we'll vote on it next uh, week. Yeah, if these are the rules and regulations. Yeah. If there's any questions from the board. Um, the only thing that might be added, or we want to be added, as, at, at the request of the chief of police, is um, working cameras inside and out, and they have to hold them for a week or so, a, a, a time to be determined. Able to store the yeah. So, so it would help. It would help. It would both uh, for our benefit and the benefit of the uh, the owners. Okay. We'll, wait, we'll wait for the legal opinion on that, but that wouldn't hold up your approval of this. No. Right? We don't have that answer by then. Right? Okay. It, yeah, we want to get this. Go ahead, sorry. Is it a nice to have or a must have? I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the establishments that don't own the buildings, right. um, that oh, it might be difficult for them to tell their landlord, I need you to spend money, uh, or, you know, we're forcing them to spend money. So is it a nice to have or a must have? Um, but, I mean, I know it's a nice to have. Um, I really, really want it, but yeah, no, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I, you know, it, and I would like to get prices. This just kind of came up. Yeah, yeah. Should we add this as we were sitting here tonight? Because so then there's no confusion as to who um, ring cameras. I don't know how much they are, how much the storage is. I don't. So I don't think it's overwhelmingly costly. So once we get, if we can even do it and, and kind of research 
what it would cost an establishment, yep. even if they didn't own it, they still own the business within the building that you would think they would want to protect themselves. So this protects, that, that I agree. They, this protects them as much as it benefits the police yes. if something happens. It actually probably benefits them more. Exactly. Anything else? No, sir. Tom? Is there a motion? Make a motion that we um, go forward with the town of Kids' new rules and regulations of governing alcoholic beverages. As described by As described what's been presented to us, Second. and the official vote will take place on January 31st. Any other discussion, comments? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Three zero, thank you. Thank you. Done for the night, right? Golden Globes are on. I gotta see if Elvis wins. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, you, you gotta. You, I could say something, but we're on TV. <laughs> See you guys. See ya. Thank uh, you. Check your phone. Yeah, check your phone. <laughs> All right. Um, next, where are we here? Proposed re okay, vote to, yeah, uh, vote to request the use of, uh, of mitigation for St. Gerard's reuse committee operating funds. Um, Stu, do you want to speak on? Yeah, why don't you? So, as you know, uh, St. Gerard's Reuse Committee, and we are making great progress. We have, uh, we've got some working groups established. We'll be, uh, you'll probably see very shortly some community meetings, uh, surveys, and things like that. We're trying to get uh, any and all feedback on what our <coughs> residents would like to see the St. Gerard's property be for the benefit of Canton. Um, during the course of our deliberations and kind of coming up with our plan, um, we realized that we need, uh, we need some money to do the things we need to do. So, you know, printing and advertising and meetings and, and things like that. So I was asked by the committee to uh, request of the board a small amount of money to uh, support the work of the committee in the amount of $5,000. Uh, I spoke with the finance director and he advises me that uh, there is currently a St. Gerard's acquisition account um, in which there are ample funds available that are unencumbered that we could uh, utilize for the um, costs relative to the work of the committee. So I'm asking for your approval for the committee to, um, to approve a, a budget of $5,000 for expenses related to the St. Gerard's Reuse Committee. Great. It's, is there a motion? Yeah, move that the board authorize the use of the St. Gerard uh, Acquisition Account from St. Gerard Reuse Committee operating funds in the amount of $5,000 appropriated motion been made and seconded okay. any further discussion the only thing i just would like to add uh, it's it's regarding the, the property formerly known as st gerard's mm -hmm. a woman came to me today uh, i was at the ups trying to send something back to amazon that my daughter had to do with but now it's, that's another story but she wanted and she goes oh we can't put condominiums there no it has to go before if, if the land were to be rezoned it would have to go to town meeting with two-thirds vote and I, I assured her that that would not happen. So, but there's, there's rumors out there that they're gonna build condominiums. Yeah, I, I will just say from the committee's perspective, our goal is to solicit um, any and all ideas. None of, no idea that is brought to the committee uh, will be discounted. We wanna take everything and uh, in the end, uh, evaluate everything and then present the board with three to five recommendations that you can all take forward. Okay, thank you. The motions before us, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Three zero, thank you. Before I go, as someone tells me often, focus, focus, don't go off. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
next on the is to refer. Oh, I'm sorry, That's Mr. Right. McCarthy. Mr. Chairman, I apologize. I wanted to make a comment and a, a comment to you, specifically to you as the chairperson, David McCarthy, Five Ridge Hill Road. You and I spoke shortly after the town acquired that property. Um, it was through an email and then a phone call. Um, and I wanted Don't do to emails too good, as you know. <laughs> but my point is, I wanted to say thank you because what my my complaint was was that in the period of the town purchasing it, thank you. the condition of the property had begun to look like something that was less than adequate to many of us, and the town stepped up it huge um, and did a fantastic job. It looks better than. Now much of the surrounding area. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to my neighbors, but it looks great, and I and I as an abutter or as a neighbor, and many of the neighbors have commented that it looks much better. So I appreciate that okay. as a resident. So thank you. Thank you, Mr. McCarthy. And uh, the signs were moved because the signs were terrible. And uh, I thank the DPW, Billy Walsh, the tree department, and uh, those folks from uh, um, were fantastic. And yeah, at your right. recommendation, and there's cameras down there now because I I, I, go, I was down there today. And people, um, I, 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 uh, as if I have my youngest daughter, she goes, we're not going down here again. So I always go through and drive through, and I'm looking for yeah. trash. I, I, I'm in mattresses I'm, I, in particular. But because I have dogs or a puppy, I certainly that's my walk most of the time. So I'm down there all the time. The police are actually sitting in the back there. I don't know if that's, I, I want to say that's new. No. I didn't really walk back there very much. <laughs> But they're there all the time. It's 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 very well maintained and protected lit, and all that the good stuff. Are, so I had, appreciate that. And I did have um, Mr. Walsh double checked, and the lights are working. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah no, it's great. Just, Thank you. Case. Thank you for saying that, David. Thank you, uh, Mr. Theodore. Um, zoning articles. What? Zoning articles. Yeah, zoning articles. Let the board refer um, refer the zoning articles to the planning board. What? Is there a motion? Motion made and seconded. All those in favor say aye. Are we going to let them talk? We, oh, we have. I'm just here. If you have oh, any I, normally we just, just normally just, we, just, we, we say we, we send it to you. I, I didn't realize. I apologize. No, I'm, uh, I'm Mr. Chair. No, no, no. It's my fault. I mean, she sat here all night for this. What a waste of time this was for you, huh? <laughs> Finally, her time to shine. Well, I asked if she wanted to say through? something. She left. So <laughs> this is uh, my fault. I'm my my bad. No, it's I'm sorry. Bad dog. We asked Patty to. To uh, kind of give us an update on the uh, the I'm update sorry. to the table of uh, use regulations. Thank you. Specifically, um, you may Hello. know. Hello. Hold on. I'm sorry. Welcome. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chair, Board. Thank you very much. Um, you may notice that the particular article presented by the Planning Board was originally tabled last year, Article 41, in reference to the table of use regulations. There were quite a few items, unfortunately, because we did add. Um, Limited industrial zone C. It was completely missed in the tables. I can show you in the zoning bylaw books that they're blank. So primarily it's at housekeeping as well as other items that were mentioned that the zoning board as well as select board had mentioned that there were certain concerns and changes that could be made. And I didn't know if you had any questions on those. Any questions from members? Mr. Judy? Oh, no, sure. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming. Yeah. The, the other article. Wait a minute. Do you want to ask some questions? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to be here for something else on the agenda, so. Okay. Perfect. We'll go right to it. Which one is it? <laughs> so um, now we can vote on this, Mr. Chairman. Motion has been made and seconded. Any further discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3-0. Thank you. Thank you. And I apologize again. I, 
I put in, I, normally we always have this article before us and we, we, we uh, ask the planning board for recommendations as we do. Next up is uh, the common victual license for Stone Lovin, uh, transferred from yes, Stone Lovin. Yes, uh, I'll just do something here. Okay, uh, this would be a vote to um, approve a common victual license for the Volos Hospitality doing business in Stone Lovin. Um, I move that the board approve the common victual license for Volos Hospitality. Motion made second. Are they taking the liquor license? They weren't not, sure. Uh, not. Not as of now, they are not. Okay, so this does not include, just the record be state, this not, does not include the liquor license. That beer is and correct. Wine license, the beer and wine license, I Correct. And okay. Currently, the establishment is not allowed to serve beer or wine. Okay. Any further discussion, comments, questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 3 0. Next is a, a, a motion to approve the renewal of a Class II used car dealership license. That um, the uh, Board approve the renewal of a Class II car dealership license for SL Auto Group LLC 35 Industrial Drive. Second. Motion made and second. And Industrial Drive, as you all know, is off of 138 at the corner of um, Industrial Drive and 138 where uh, Sullivan Tire and Queen Anne's used to be. So, all those in favor say aye. Uh, oh, Mr. I'm sorry. Chairman, I'm sorry. Mr. Walker. This isn't the dealership that we've been getting. No. Okay. No. All right. Yep. Sorry. I double checked that yep. with the. With, uh, Ms. Bogue and Ms. Cullion, okay. Mr. Judy. Aye. Anyone else that would listen to me? Yeah. So, all of the favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3 0. So, the agenda of the firefighters' contract, I move that the board. Yeah, we move that the board uh, approve the firefighters' contracts for uh, years 2022 through 2024. Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Hearing no further discussion, comments, concerns, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Mr. Theodore. Next is the, um, the updated PAF for highway supervisor. I move that the board approve the updated uh, PAF for highway supervisor. Any comments, concerns, Second. questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye. Uh, three zero. Um, next on the thing is uh, uh, um, to approve the seasonal PAF. Um, Who's that for? Thank you. Yep. Vote to approve the seasonal PAF. Fox and Rec. Fox and Rec. Fox and Recreation. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 3 0. Question's um, going to get tougher. What? Question is going to get tougher. Okay, I move that the board approve the stormwater policy and operations manager job description. Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Um, uh, That's 3 0. Vote to approve an application to, uh, to obtain a special license to serve wine and mall beverages on a one day event for the Friends of Camp Public Library. We held at 786 Washington Street on February 4th, 2023, from 7 p.m. till 10.30 p.m. Contingent upon building, building commissioner, police chief, and fire chief's approval, and a certificate of insurance for our friends of the library, naming the town as additionally insured. Second. Motion by made second. I see you this time. <laughs> I can't miss the pink mask this time. <laughs> Patricia McDermott, vice president of the Friends of the Library. I'm here representing the Friends. We have, are requesting a one, um, a, 
permit for a one-day license for February 4th. We're having a fundraiser event. We have forwarded on a uh, certificate of liability insurance that we have completed with Galvin Insurance. The only individuals that will be serving are TIF certified, myself included. So we are going to be compliant, hopefully, with all the requests that are required. We are obtaining a letter, of course, from the fire and the police as well to make sure we're compliant. Great. Did you get TIF certified? Yes. Good for you. I did. Any other comments for Ms. McDermott? No. Sure. Hearing none, all those in favor of uh, the request from the Friends of the Library? And give us a plug for it. Pardon me? Give us another plug. Give it, it's a comedy event. Um, it starts at 7 and goes to 1030. And the it, date? Yeah. February 4th. Yeah, okay. It makes it's sold out. We're going to have beer and wine. Um, so it's, it's, nice it's going to be a nice little occasion, I think. In February, February 4th, something to look forward to, you know. Who's the headliner? Um, you know? Uh, Canton's Bob Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Not Bill, but Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that will fool everybody. Just put, put B. Yeah, put put B. Burr. B. Burr. B Burr. Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine the turnout for that. That's outstanding. Um, Mark Riley, who's a former NFL referee, <laughs> and uh, Ryan uh, Gertley, a 15-year comedy veteran. Oh, I guess he's actually performed at Brook Metal before as well. Nice. Oh, great. Good luck. How do you get a ticket? Um, it's actually going to be available. We're going to start selling them on Saturday, and they're also going to be available online as well Perfect. through Eventbrite. On the 4th. See you then. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All those in favor say aye. Aye. 3 0. Uh, next on the agenda is a move to appoint uh, Noel Barboza, Barboza as special heavy equipment operator. Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Any further discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Mr. Theodore. And the next is the uh, authorization of the acceptance of gifts. So I move that the board accept the following um, and following gifts and authorize the use of these gifts in accordance with the terms under Mass General Law 44, Section 53A. First one, the donation in the amount of $1,000 from Marilyn Harold March to the Fire Department. Second. Motion be made and seconded. Any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, that's 3 0. Make sure the letters. Of thank you go out for all these. Yes, they'll go them all together, Mr. Theodore. Huh? I didn't know if you were going to do them all together. No, Mr. we're just going to uh, we're just going to do the. Oh, you got to do them separately. They said the last time, but the donation of one thousand dollars from the Maryland Harold March to the Police Department. Second. Motions were made and seconded. Any comments, concerns, questions? Hearing none. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, three zero. Next one is the donation of fifteen hundred dollars from the Boston Mutual to the Police Department. Second. Motion was made and seconded. Any comments, concerns, questions? Hearing none. All those in favor, say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3-0. Next is $1,500 from the Boston Mutual to the Fire Department. Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Any comments, concerns, questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3-0. A donation of 62500 from Outfront Media. Second. Motion has been made and seconded. Any further discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, that's 3-0. Next is the uh, dissolving the um, Park Bay Harris Commission. Charlie, did you want to, does anybody want to speak to that or just? That's a recommendation so, from yeah, it's Mr. DeVecchio. It's, it's no longer needed because of the trust. The trust. Right. Okay, so I move that the board just be in the Power of Air Heritage Commission. Second. Motion remains second. Any further discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3 0. Um, that's next is an update on grant application. Yeah, just a quick update. Uh, interim town planner Gene Manning's been uh, working very hard uh, coordinating grants, applying for grants, and 
especially working on the MBTA communities. Uh, but just to update the board on some grants that have been applied for or are being applied for. Uh, Gene is currently working on grants for uh, bicycle lanes um, on Dedham Street and Washington Street, and then a grant called the Complete Streets Program, which is for roadway improvements on Randolph Street at the intersection of York and Randolph, which could include uh, potentially traffic light there. So those are the three that uh, were currently are in progress. Oh, is there a monetary amount on those? Or? No, not yet. Oh, the, uh, well, the, no, there isn't a monetary amount yet. Uh, they're smaller. The, the bicycle lane grants are smaller grants. They're, it, essentially, they're for painting lines on the roads. There's no, not really any construction, per se, of, of, uh, of lanes themselves, but more painting of lines. And the complete streets is a little bit more involved, so. Um, Mr. Judy, do you know uh, the timing when we'll hear from this ballpark, specifically April. number two? April. April? Yeah. So at the uh, traffic meeting, uh, and we discussed this at our last meeting, um, there's an appetite to put lights at York Street and uh, Randall yep. Street. So um, maybe once we find out about this grant, we can make a decision one way or another on how we're proceeding with it. Sure. And, if, if, and take it one step further, if you can check, there was a, an account from a mitigation account that we used. Uh, that's how we got the uh, up in Lazy S Farm, if you remember, a uh, horse. Uh, huh? Yeah, the crosswalk. Yeah, the crosswalk with lights. That was yeah. $80,000, a, yeah. a little more money than we anticipated. But there's, money, there's some money left in that account. So, Mr. Chairman, the, there is a mitigation fund for the Avalon Apartments that we Yes, built. thank you. Um, and it, right now, that balance is $400,000. So that, that's that. And I specifically remember because I was there, mm -hmm. that, 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 light was, that light was discussed. And I, I, I would publicly say now I'm in favor of putting the light there because you drive up there in the morning, the kids going to Blue Hills uh, Regional and the traffic people, if 24 gets backed up, York Street becomes a, a, cut, a cut through. And then they, they I gotta talk to the chief about, people are cutting their signs there, no left turn on, on the Bayberry, yep. they're cutting through and coming up off of Bayberry to Huckleberry, not Huckleberry, yeah, Bayberry to Huckleberry, I believe it is, and taking a left onto uh, uh, Randolph Street. So the lights have been discussed in the past, and if it's, I, I could hope, I would hope we could do it for $400,000. Well, isn't the wiring and everything else, and yeah, the, the foundation of all this has been completed? Some pre-work that was done. Well, there's the blinking lights, which I think are my, so my own opinion. Ask a question. If, if we did this out of the mitigation, say out of that mitigation fund, could we still get the grants for it? Or would you... Yeah, so I think, the, I think our plan is, first of all, a, a feasibility study has to be done. So all the engineering that we're getting off our county that that'll be well that's true too that there'll be a cost there i don't know that 400,000 would cover the entire cost between the engineering and the actual construction so the 400,000 plus whatever we can get from the grants we're hoping that we can put enough together to to do what, that project what did the sherman street pleasant street ah uh, that's a great question i don't i'm not sure cuz that was a it was a article yeah uh, you guys remember what that cost was not off the top of my head okay and that know. if people are wondering uh, it's a supply issue. They've, they've, they've been working on the corner of Angela, Sherman, and um, Pleasant. thank you, Pleasant. Uh, and they've put some uh, pedestals in there, for lack of a better word. And there's some more that are sitting there that we're just waiting for the rest of the... That same thing happened at the corner of Randolph Street and Washington Street. Yeah. Um, they, they, we, did, we couldn't get the... The, uh, the steel. Uh, this, thank yeah, you. Yeah. The steel that was... And uh, so we're, this is the same predicament. Because yep. people ask asking what's going on, and I, it, that's probably... One of the worst intersections, and um, I would wholeheartedly 
Hopefully that comes in sooner than later. The money's been, the contract's been awarded. The contract has been down there. We're just waiting for the supplies to come in and the steel to be more specific. And also I would love to have, uh, I think York Street and Randolph Street. It's so uh, developed a lot more down there and uh, we owe it to the folks down there. Yep, yep. So. And then as far as some other grants, uh, Mr. Chairman, the some time ago, the board had voted to support a couple of uh, vulnerability vulnerability grants uh, with the MVP climate program. So there's a couple of um, projects that could be done uh, in Memorial Field and Massapog Brook flood mitigation projects that uh, we're going to pursue the next grant cycle, which will be moved to FY24. And then, um, of course, Kevin gave you his update that uh, their grant is due or their uh, paperwork is due January 31st for the MBTA communities. And then there's one other grant that uh, Mr. Manning will be applying for, and that is a $30,000 grant request for funding for the Board of Health for community outreach, community outreach and education programs, such as events like the Canton Annual Health Fair and Safety Clinics. That is my report on the grants. Thank you. You're welcome. Theodore? Uh, <laughs> he's better than NyQuil. Listen to him for a while. I put him to sleep. <laughs> 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 I'm going when I get home and I can't sleep. <laughs> uh, under businesses, that's all right. The, if uh, I had any feelings, they'd be hurt, but that's okay. The vendor warrant for the week of 12-23-22 is $497,388.39. Payroll warrant, same week, uh, $338,298.11. Vendor warrant for the week of 1230, $2,403,204.38. Payroll warrant for the same week, $1,306,101.81. Vendor warrant for the week of 1623 is $1,490,614.76. Payroll warrant for the same week is $283,325.11. And next on the agenda to, to, uh, to approve the cemetery commitments of the, in the amount of $2,975. Second. Motion has been made and second. Any discussion, comments, concerns? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, 3 0. Move that the board uh, approve the cemetery law perpetual care deed. Second. Motion has been made and second. Any comments, concerns, questions? Hearing none, all those in favor say aye. 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 3 0. Move that the board approve the minutes of the meeting of select board meeting of December 6th, December 20, 2022. Second. Motion has been made and second on the minutes. All those in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? 3 0. Um, next is the, uh, I'm going to turn this over to you, Mr. Connolly, is the recognition of the water and sewer department of the DPW. Yes, thank you. Um, if you've noticed uh, with the temperature going from uh, 10 below zero with, with the wind chill and then up to 50 degrees, we've had at least seven I know of, probably I saw another one today in Pleasant Street, they're not on Pleasant Street. Um, up north, up near uh, Andrea Drive, uh, with a big, huge water leak. So um, they go 24/7. I give the water, the sewer, and the, all the men and women of the DPW. Uh, they answer the call. They're out there in the cold, the uh, rain. Um, so I say thank you because um, a lot of people you can't live without your water. So I want to say uh, hats off and a and a, a tip of the hat to um, uh, the DPW, the water and the sewer division, and uh, thank you for thank you for what you do. Thank you. No, 
No, actually, there was one other thing. So the, um, the, the job that they did decorating the downtown the, the department, I have so many oh, comments yeah. up there about that. And I'm, uh, there's a... Um, and the police, probably, uh, voted, the, police, yeah. the police station was voted. The police station was voted the best of class, if they want to call it that. And the uh, Helena made uh, the chief Rafferty made me uh, aware of that. <laughs> and, then the, and then what? Some of the businesses downtown. Can't, there's a business that I wanted to mention. I don't have the name in front of me, so I'll, I'll hold off on that. But every season they do. They do something. They do. They just. Never mind. I'll bring it up the next time. Yeah. Why don't you? Huh? Why don't you? <laughs> um, so I'd just make a motion that we adjourn. Is there any other business before the board? No, sir. You folks have any? No. Hearing no further no further, yeah, no further business. I, I look for a motion to adjourn at 731. So moved. Motion been made and seconded. All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? 3-0. Thank you and have a great Thank night. You. Thank you.